welcome to episode 83 of the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Ryan. And this week, Map to the Stars. It's actually Maps. Maps to the Stars. Uh, David Cronenberg's Map to the Stars. Uh, so Maps to the Stars um, <coughs> was released in October of 2014, in Canada at least. Yeah. Um, I think it was like February 2014 or something like that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a n- <laughs> number of places I like, yeah. saw like I like saw the date listed as 20, a 2014 movie and some places a 2015 movie. Well, it movie. premiered at Cannes yeah. and then it was released in France, I think, mm. before and then, um, yeah, it was released in Canada in October of 2014 and I think in the U.S. in February, if I remember correctly. Um, <clears throat> it was written by Bruce Wagner mm-hmm. and directed by David Cronenberg. Um, so I, um, yeah, I mean, it's the most recent Cronenberg yep. film. Um, Cosmopolis was, was the one before that. The one yeah. before that, yeah. So, uh, like, we, I don't, I don't think we ever talked about Cosmopolis on, no, no. we watched it a while back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was interesting. <laughs> It, it had it's a couple. Very of, experimental. It had a couple of okay moments. Yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't really that keen on it. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, um, I think, is a bit better. Yeah. Um, but it's still kind of definitely not one of his best. Um, I I feel like for me the t- sort of there's two kind of um, sort of two main eras that I thought were kind of really good for. Kind of like beginning of the eighties mm-hmm. to like maybe like the the big kind of period was like kind of beginning of the eighties to like maybe like mid nineties yeah like pretty much scanners the yes. crash yeah pretty much um, that stuff's all the classic stuff I mean mm-hmm. that's you know obviously the stuff that I first got into when I first got into Cronenberg um, and then um, he started doing a lot of more um, European kind of influenced stuff yeah. or even sometimes shooting in Europe um, after that in like the 2000s and um, there was some good stuff there like um, History of Violence and Eastern Promises, Promises. both I, were I, really, I was really about really to liked. say those are both like yeah so I felt like they were kind of but they're very different from his exactly. older stuff like, it's like a whole different thing he has two thing. styles he, like he has like Cronenbergian yeah. which is like you know Naked Lunch at all existence yeah. And then, and then movies like, uh, with like very, I would say a little more Hollywood style movies, stuff like they're more mainstream for sure. They're a little more mainstream. And then movies like, like, uh, Maps of the Stars yeah. and uh, Cosmopolis are like, they're kind of like this like halfway point. Yeah. And I well, it's a lot of the stuff where like it's other writers and things like that. And I guess and maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so um, the other thing that I thought was interesting about this one is that people often compare a lot of, like, Cronenberg and David Lynch in terms of being kind of, like, sort of, like, weird or, like, you know, just kind of... Very different styles. They're very different. Although, as, as somebody, like, this movie, like, Maps of Stars is... I can sort of see, like, oh, it's a little more Lynchian. <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting yeah. at, was that uh, as somebody who's, like, long been a fan of both, mm-hmm. um, I've always thought they were very different. Um, pretty much, I feel like it's a very, um, it's a very shallow, um, 
like correlation to make where people just be like, oh, they're both weird, so they're yeah, the yeah, same, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like they're actually really different. Yeah. Um, but this one came about as close to feeling like a kind of Cronenberg does Lynch mm-hmm. as yeah. I've seen. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's. It's still... I have to say though, like this movie is so tame. Like David Lynch movies aren't David Lynch stuff is not this like normal. Like mm. I just. Anyways, I, continue with what you were saying. I disagree, like, actually. I, like, I didn't, I didn't find funny. anything outlandish about this movie at all. Like, it was mm. very... Well, I don't watch a lot of indie movies, so maybe... Well, no, I just... Maybe you've watched more independent movies than I, I, I have, just, but I, I thought... No, but I mean for, I for it, Cronenberg, for, Cron- for a Cronenberg movie. I, I thought it seemed pretty extreme to me. Um, I, It was... I think it was... It, it, it was... Uh, the, the focus... Uh, the focus look at some very screwed up people's lives mm. was like that is what made uh that like that is what was the and like and like their interactions with their they were very odd interactions with each other is yeah. where like the weirdness of it came from yeah so i mean i i feel like it's kind of it, it sort of makes a bit of a companion to um lynch's mahon drive because yeah. it kind of covers some of this like they both have uh partly are uh, sort of exploring the kind of um, dark side of Hollywood kind yeah, of kind of thing. Um, I mean, there's that similarity, but I mean, other than that, obviously, I mean, Mulholland Drive is a great film. It's, it's probably my favorite Lynch film. Um, so it's obviously in a completely mm-hmm. different class because, yeah. you know, this was, eh, it was all right, but mm-hmm. nothing too special. Um, so, I mean, like, I'm not comparing them on, like, Quality wise, but like I do feel like they kind of go together in an odd sort of way. Did he write the Mulholland Drive? What Lynch? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's he's written all of his movies, yeah. except for well, I guess technically I was gonna say except for the ones that are adapted from other sources. But even then, he's writing the screenplays. Um, yeah, Cronenberg <clears throat> often will work from a writer's script. Yeah, though. but of course, I mean, he always molds it into his own yeah. thing. Um, so basically, Master of the Stars is as you say, it's about like a bunch of people. Um, and it's kind of all about kind of like you know, somewhat the dark side of Hollywood. So you have, uh, let's see, what are the characters? So Julianne Moore mm-hmm. <coughs> plays this um, character who's like a aging actress. It's like well known, but kind of uh, considered over the hill and not really getting mm-hmm. good parts anymore. And uh, she's the, her, her stardom is starting to wane. Yeah, and, and she's <coughs> having a hard time accepting it. Yeah. Um. And then there's uh, John Cusack is like a TV psychologist mm-hmm. that um, has been treating her yeah. um, because uh, she has – well, she thinks um, that she was like abused by her mother. Yeah. got like repressed who, memory who trauma. Was, who was also a big like film star mm-hmm. um, and died in a fire. Um, and uh, yeah, there's like all the stuff with like her mother like – you know, appearing to her as, like, essentially sort of like a ghostly... Well, yeah, because it starts off with her, she's, like, watching the old film of her that her mother was in. Yeah. uh, Who's played by, um... Oh, uh, Sarah Gadon. Yeah. Um, It's in a few Cronenberg films. Yeah. 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 And and then she just starts... It took me... I don't know, for some reason, it took me a second to figure out that that was her mother. Yeah. And I thought at first it was, like, her daughter 
and and that's why I'm yeah. having trouble piecing things together. Because it's her mother as when she's young. And I think that's why I had trouble piecing it together. Um, and then, yeah, and then she just starts, like, appearing, like, all yeah, over the place. Yeah, and then there's Agatha. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Who's uh, arrived. Well, actually, pretty much the film starts with Agatha like, arriving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's arrived from Florida. Um, and she has, like, burns, all these, like, burns on her body and stuff. Um, Scarlet like scars. Yeah. And um, so there's this whole thing about, which I did not know before mm. suggesting this film, yeah. but the whole Carrie Fisher thing. Oh, that Carrie Fisher was in this. I, I didn't I, know either. I didn't when know Carrie, about that. Yeah. So that well, because she briefly mentions, oh, she's in Hollywood because yeah. fr- her friend, she's her online co- friend, Carrie been, Fisher. She's been right. Yeah, yeah. They were writing. They met on the internet. Yeah. 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 And they've been writing back and forth. So. Basically, um, through that connection with Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. um, Agatha gets a job as a personal assistant to Havana, to, yeah. to uh, Julianne Moore's Julianne character. Moore, yeah. um, and then there's the whole thing with – right, so then the John Cusack character is um, the psychologist who's, like, on TV and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's working with Havana. And then it turns out, like, his son yeah. is, like, this, like, child star, like, teen He's teen a real star. piece of work. Yeah. Cool. Well, sort of inspired God. by, like – you know, kind of like a Bieber yeah, exactly. thing, but like worse. Yeah, just uh, a if you can believe monster. it. Uh, Which is like, because you meet uh, Olivia Williams plays yeah, uh, the, the John Cusack, the, yeah, the wife, Christina, and, 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 the, and the, the kid's mom. Is. What's the yeah. kid's name? Evan. Evan is the. That's the actor. Oh, uh, Benji. Benji is the right. character. Yeah. And Evan Burr, like, he's, he's on, he's on the like, show. Like, there's clearly issues like in that family. Right. Well, that's basically the central this, this story, what this, the movie's so really about. Is, yeah, 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 and everything else just intersects yeah. with that. The, the it's it's actually almost um it's the Weiss family. The, the, yeah. Uh, the Havana part is almost like a bit of a like, a, like, it's it's interesting, and then the yeah. thing with her and her mom and stuff. But it's a bit of a red herring. It's yeah. the core plot of what's going on. Yeah, she seems on. like she's gonna sort of be and made like the main character, but really I the movie's about the Weiss wish family. They had somehow like wrap those together a bit more because the Havana stuff got so much focus yeah it was at the end of the movie it was odd where it was like oh, that was absolutely all meaningless like that meant nothing well like it, it had no bearing on the plot of right of of um no of Agatha's character it just added it. some yeah. extra it was the death thing yeah you know points of interest yeah, yeah. um and then well I thought it towards the end they were going to tie in it's like her mother yeah, had something to do with the Agatha. Well, and the only relationship was there was, was a, like they were both burned. Well, one burned, burned to death yeah. in the fire, and, and yeah, Agatha yeah. was burned the, in a the fire. fire yeah. stuff. There's yeah. a lot of recurring fire but related. I, I was having a, I was having a bit of a. I mean, maybe it was just straight. I mean, up, you like, want really movie. nothing to do with the main, with the actual story. It's Robert Pattinson's character. Oh, oh no, straight up was. But the whole point of his character is he's the only, only one who's not, who's like normal and not crazy and not you know just a limo driver working. Aspiring, it, much like everyone else in Hollywood, yeah. working on a screen. Yeah, well, he's aspiring <laughs> actor and writer, especially writer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing, he's yeah. being a limo driver. Yeah. Um, so the way he comes into it is because he picks up Agatha at, at the airport when, yeah. when um, you know, first first arrives, mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. And then they sort of kind of get into like a little bit of a relationship, but yeah. not not really a healthy one by yeah. any means. Um, but um, so the big thing is that oh right so I, again like maybe like touching on a Hollywood yeah like or, you know again trying to show like oh, the yeah. dark side of oh Hollywood, yeah how I it's mean, like yeah I yeah, mean this so, whole movie is so just the, full so of the that. Olivia Williams character Christina yeah. is yeah. like the mother of yeah. Benji um, she's like his man she's like one of those like stage mom managers mm-hmm. and it's like she pretty much runs her kids it's life. all yeah. that really yeah. 
exists in her life. Like, that's mm. what it, her life is all just geared towards that. So she really kind of, like, babies him. But, yeah. like, he's in rehab, and he's just, like, oh, a total terror. Yeah. He and he's, a, like, 13. Yeah, like, um, the horrible racist. Yeah. Just, so, just a monster. Yeah, so, but she, like, just treats him like, oh, my little boy. Yeah. But at the same time, he's also, like, you know, a meal ticket, kind of, because he's, like, oh, exactly. a popular Hollywood star. Yeah. And so, you know, it's He was whole... in the equivalent of, like, the gone, uh, the, uh, a Home Alone. Yeah. It, so it turns yeah, out that Agatha is their daughter. daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that basically... Well, you don't find out her last name until, like, yeah. such a chunk into the so film considered... that you, don't get, you can't piece it together. Yeah, yeah, and they've completely cut ties. They won't talk about her. Mm. They won't, you know, and they yeah. consider that she's crazy. Oh, well, she, like, burned the house, their just house down. Destroyed. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, you know, they're her victims, basically, yeah, is how yeah. they treat it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, yeah, okay, she kind of is crazy, but that's yeah, the whole point, yeah. is, like, the family yeah. is completely messed up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's pretty much. So it's all about revolving around all that mm-hmm. and how other things intersect with that. Mm. Um, so the the actual like being that it's, I mean it's basically not. I mean you could say like it's basically four, not even four characters. It's basically the movie takes place is basically like the three characters of uh, A- Agatha Benji and Havana. Like his. Like Benji's parents, yeah. yeah. Benji's parents are in it, like enough. They're in it enough, but not enough that like they're 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 definitely like sub characters. Yeah, well, there's supporting. Yeah, supporting again. Supporting Robert, roles, but... Robert Pattinson, you know. Yeah. Uh, again, though, I do think as much as he has nothing to do with the story, I do he was think his character is important. Always, yes. to represent that yeah. like normal normalcy in the middle if, of all the ridiculousness. If he wasn't well. The story it definitely needed someone for Agatha to talk to that wasn't someone whose life was spiraling out of control. Yeah, and that was him. Like it could have been any one of like any kind of character. They just used him, and this was I, I guess because Robert Pattinson had been in Cosmopolis. Yeah, that made it. See, in that you know, he was like the main character. Yeah, so yeah, very almost different. Almost like the Allwood. <laughs> yeah, that was a very small cast. So it was a very yeah. different kind of yeah. approach. Um, but obviously they must have liked working together. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So he came back. You got into, um, uh, but uh, well, I mean, pretty much everything. Like it's actually a very tight story. Like it's not a long movie, an hour ten, and then like like no, no, hundred ten minutes. It's an hour. 10. Yeah, it's like it's an hour and seventy minute film. No, it's like an hour and hundred six or something like that. Hundred six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you so know, it's under two hours. Yeah, it's well under two hours, and it. it for this kind of movie, it actually moves along at quite a quick pace. Like, there's a lot of a lot of scene jumping. You're a few minutes with this character, it, a few minutes, of, you know, there isn't yeah. a lot of drawn-out scenage. And, beca- and it, it's also kind of very episodic in a lot of ways, so it's, like, it's really hard to predict when it's going to end. Mm. Because, like, when I was watching it, I was just like, okay, where is the story going? Well, well that's like, it. Like, how... And I think Like, that, I couldn't yeah. see the... The points yeah. where it's like, okay, this is the halfway point of the mm. story. This well, is the act two. This is the act three. Well, this is the and it's and I think it's because being that like technically, I guess Agatha is the main character, uh, but like the beginning of the movie is her like part one, act one. But like for a lot of characters, we're coming in in the middle or already towards the end of their story, and so I think that's why it's hard to figure out like yeah. where where is the plot going and then of course you're like at a certain point in the film you're like well when one of the characters dies you're like well okay now their story's like 
are more people going to die? Like, how is this going to wrap? Like, how how quickly is this going to start to like wrap up? Or or is it going? Or are we going to? Is going to a little more medium pace out towards the ending? Um, and I, they kind they kind of went yeah, the medium and so, way. They and kinda, so because of that, I wasn't really watching the clock or anything, or watching the oh, running yeah, time. Yeah. So when I was watching it, I was just like. Man, usually when you're watching a movie, you can sort of feel the ending coming. Oh, you're on. You could be like, "Oh, I'm on an hour in," or "I'm nine but, minutes in." Or... But I, I couldn't feel it coming, so I was just like, "I feel like it should be almost over," but they just haven't really like wrapped anything <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's like the the wrap up, if you can call it that, yeah. is quite mm-hmm. sort of sudden in a way. Yeah. Like it just kind of everything everything sort of comes to a head, and then yeah. just kind of like. Well, they, just, they, they also they also the story has no problem with just at a certain point just walking away from characters and you just like Robert Pattinson character you just at a certain point he's just not in the movie anymore it's like he's just gone and you're like well I guess he's not important because at a certain point he just stops becoming important to the story and how the characters interact like if the character and I this would probably happen then to keep it to some of the it's not the shortest of movies but into a if a character sort of like what they're doing kind of isn't important to sort of the story like they don't just have meaning to see well like I mean, robert pattinson isn't like just in a bunch of scenes right towards right. the end just because he's well, in the movie i mean he is know? near the end no no but I, but I mean not for like no reason the like, scene the scene where havana basically seduces him yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the car that i mean that was towards the end and that was yeah. pretty much like one of the final kind of triggers yeah. oh yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. Of push you, can, you immediately can see how that's gonna spiral sort of out of push, control there yeah. push agatha to the yeah. next level of you know things I, falling apart i was i was trying to figure out if it was malicious or not like like havana seducing him was like no i think it was just her own like like just insecurities, insecurities and just being, and, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. she was a terrible person oh yeah oh yeah, no, i mean like like the the whole oh, yeah. thing about how she's trying to get the part of her they're making the movie about her, her mother, mother. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to get the part to play her mother, mother even though Theoretically, she kind of hates her mother now oh, because yeah. she thinks she abused her. Yeah, and then when she doesn't get the part, but her mother was a big star, so yeah. it's like a way for her to get her fame right. back. Like, but then know. when she gets, but I mean, it seems very selfish. You know, you know? And, and then, then the when other, she doesn't get it, and then the actress that gets it, her little boy dies in an accident. Oh, yeah. So then she gets oh. to take over the part because of that. Yeah, yeah. And she's like celebrating this yeah. kid's death. Yeah, like, yeah. like. It, like outwardly, she's just like, "Oh, that's so terrible." Oh, you know, she should really just, you know, <laughs> like, she should take a should, few days should off. I and send, then... Should I send flowers? You're not supposed to. Know. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Know. <laughs> you know, like, but, but, no, but, but, but you know, she's saying like, yeah. "Oh, like she should well, just, right she should she take needs... a few days off, well, right... and then she should go back to work. She should keep the part, yeah, blah, exactly, blah blah." Yeah. And then like right afterwards, she's like celebrating yeah, this yeah, kid's yeah, death yeah, yeah. because I mean, she's a terrible. I mean, right from the she immediately when she finds out she doesn't get the part. She's like enraged, and she just like like comes apart at the seams. Yeah. So she goes shopping, spends like whatever it is. She goes like when she comes out of the thing, she's like, I can't believe I just spent like eighteen thousand dollars or whatever crazy amount of money it was. And then she runs into the lady who's playing the part. Yeah. And oh, like you know, and of course yeah. that like complete like yeah. no, fake, she's, she's fake. Totally. I mean, just everybody fake is and just like... so fake and horrible. No. You know. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean. I mean, in a way, it was. I don't really like, feel I, bad. I understand, you know? like, like definitely, like what Soderbergh's trying to show in the film and stuff like that. And at first, I was like, eh, kind of a, a little like, like, like 
not on the nose, but you're, you're kind of hitting us with a bl- with a hammer here, like, to yeah. get the point. But then I, 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 I will... It's, it's not very subtle. It's not subtle. But I also immediately realized, like, soon realized that, like, the not subtly of this movie is, is actually sort of the... It's what makes the character seem so eccentric and crazy. Yeah. Actually, like, like, it was not subtle representation of Hollywood, but also kind of exaggerated in a way that puts mm. these people, like, most likely nobody's actually really like these people well, like, to mean, this degree. Yeah, anyway, I mean, you know. yeah, I mean, yeah. I agree with that to, to yeah. a certain point. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely... It's obviously there's an exaggeration of right, it. Right, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. trying to make it, you know, cinematic, yeah. and it's trying to, you know... Uh, it's satire. Yeah, it's a different. I mean, it's, exactly. full, it's full of satire. Yeah, it's yeah, it's intentionally yeah. satire. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I thought that um, like that <laughs> that alone, you know, it would have mm. just sort of been like, meh, you know, yeah, it's yeah. all right. But I thought well, that, we've all, we've seen that we've seen that. I that thought before. some of the That's more not... stylistic mm-hmm. touches, as mm. in terms of just like whether it be like how a scene is staged and played out mm-hmm. or. The sort of like the the ghost kind of stuff, like I thought that was all really well done. Whether you yeah. want to just say like, oh, like those people are crazy, mm-hmm. or it's just like their own conscience, like mm-hmm. getting at them or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, or or whether you want to think like, oh, maybe there's actually ghosts, you know, yeah. who knows? It's a Cronenberg well, film, it could be anything. And, I, and well, and that's actually sort of like in most Cronenberg films, you have a lot of like at the end of the film, you're still like, well, what is real and what is not. Well, and I didn't feel that much here. Like it was clearly like, no, Havana is just crazy. Yeah. Like, but what's like, interesting? There, there was no like. It wasn't like anybody else saw the ghost yeah. or anything that made you doubt. But it was, but, it was but very. What I thought was interesting like, thing about real. it though. Yeah. Was that what I thought was interesting and kind of makes you think though mm. is that it's kind of established that Agatha is kind of like everyone thinks. Oh, she's the crazy one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like. You never see her hallucinate like people mm. and talk to other people. Mm. You know, you um, never see her like whatever it is that makes her when, crazy. Crazy. When yeah. Benji starts doing it, and he, he sees the girl, oh. the, the, the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma girl. Yeah, um, <laughs> that whole scene in the like, hospital. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. But like, but when he starts seeing her all the time, yeah. Then it's just like, oh, it's like the family madness, yeah, you know, yeah. that they were, that's what they were oh, sort of afraid of, right? Christ, when he chokes out that, his co-star kid in the yeah. bathroom there? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, because you, you, you know, you know, know right, you know right away what's going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, I love the whole thing about how he tries to be like, oh, you know, she tricked, it's the little girl, she tricked me, and it's like, like, which, what little girl? It's what? like the... <laughs> the, the one from the the hospital that died. And it's yeah. like, wait, so after she died, she tricked you into choking out this little boy? Like, that makes no sense, dude. The, the, you are crazy. The Babina the, the, the kid. Yeah, so, so what's interesting about that is that it sort of shows that, that, like, okay, like, the family madness, whether you want to say it's because of the whole, like, parents being brother and sister thing or mm-hmm. however you want to judge that. But, like, it's that whole family madness of that of that central family yeah but it's interesting that agatha which is the one that everyone keeps saying oh it's the crazy one you never see her like no i mean she acts pretty crazy don't get me wrong oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but you never see her like hallucinating other people and stuff but you do see havana hallucinating like her mother and stuff yeah. like that so it makes you kind of think like yeah. okay what's the connection there there's no direct connection mm-hmm. but yeah what's going on yeah so it makes you kind of think like maybe it's intended like they are actual ghosts or who knows like, you like know the 
it's, it's, like, a it's, deli- it's like a it's like a it's it's am- almost like it's like a deliberate haunting like, yeah it's a bit like, ambiguous yeah, yeah. but you know yeah. you can definitely interpret it both ways yeah. um so but, yeah. which is good i think and you know it, it, they do i think so do, so what i was trying oh, to say yeah, was yeah. that that aspect of it the whole kind of hallucination thing yeah. or ghost thing or whatever you want to call it and then sort of how they kind of play out some scenes that's kind of what made it somewhat interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where like if you had just done this story and these characters and kind of played it straight yeah i would have been not really interested at all it, you know and i guess that's the cronenberg touch yeah but. i mean it's this is one of those films like it definitely like there's you could have seen hollywood could have made this depending on who did it like so many different ways like, well definitely like this cronenberg way they could have done it a much more like like subdue the characters a bit play it off as a more serious drama or gone the other way and made the characters really crazy and made it like you could easily make a comedy out yeah. of this film too, like like a real like dark comedy. Well, out unsurprisingly, of this film too. Um, I read some things about some comments from Cronenberg and stuff, and mm. he he had actually been trying to make this for quite a few years. Yes, yes, because it was it and, was and it was an independent. It was made as an independent film. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. he was saying like even making it as an independent film, it was very hard to get like backing or like anybody oh, to yeah, actually yeah. make make the movie and this movie this film was made for and you can kind of see why because it's like it's kind of it's a pretty uh damning yeah it's not really (laughs) a very positive look at a world that is the world of the movies and especially it could be perceived as sort of coming from an outsider yeah like accusatory yeah Yeah. exactly right (laughs) which is like a delicate thing because you don't really want to seem accusatory Mm -hmm. or seem like you know oh i'm better than than you because I'm not part of this machine or whatever. So I mean, I could definitely see that that's a tricky. It's a tricky thing. Uh, yeah. This was actually the first Cronenberg film to uh, have any um, filming uh, in the in U.S. In the U.S. Yeah, I read uh, that because yeah. there are a number of shots where you can see like they clearly had to have gone mm-hmm. to Hollywood oh, to get like some specific of the, background shots. Yeah, like stuff, like some yeah. like the Hollywood sign stuff mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like you know Hollywood Boulevard and stuff like that that you. you I mean you. You could fake maybe, but like not really the way that they use them. Like they're clearly actually, actually there. there yeah. Um, and I think the rest of it was done in Toronto. Yeah, like which that. is pretty much all of his, all, all of his, all of his films. Pretty much, pretty much right. in Europe, Toronto. Yeah. yeah, it's some of his stuff. He's done some stuff in Europe, but mostly most of his stuff's in Toronto. Like ninety percent of all of everything he's done is in Toronto. Yeah. Um, so most of the filming was still done in Toronto, but there were certain things mm-hmm. where they 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 did some like additional shooting. Yeah. In Hollywood to get those actual like scenes that they needed um that they couldn't really do any other way um i mean i guess you can use like you know cg or whatever but uh, yeah. that's kind of outside the uh the <laughs> yeah. an independent film like this yeah yeah, yeah. i can't think really, i think the budget the, can't the, the, really get away with the that. budget was like 13 million dollars or something um, like that which it, considering like the stars in this mm-hmm. that's yeah that's well it's really impressive like julian julian moore i mean yeah. it, it, uh, but kind she, of, she kind of, of ironically, Julian Moore plays like an over the hill actor, not over the hill actress, but a, a like career wise like yeah. fading actress. I'm like, no, Julian Moore, not a fading actress. Like, no, no. still a great actress. No, but she's at that age where a lot it does happen it does to happen. a lot of people, yeah, and yeah. so I think she could probably tap into yeah. that. I mean, she's pretty much the opposite of the type of person she, that Havana yeah, exactly. is in yeah, the movie, yeah, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's acting. I wonder, she's I, definitely I'm acting. I'm wondering if that was, like, she's kind of, like, like in that. a way, like, you know, sometimes actors say, like, oh, a role is, like, like kind of, like, it's so different from myself. Like, there's, like, a, it, it's kind of, like, I would never do something like this. This is, like, a 
a real fun role to play because I can play totally against right. type. I mean, and and like because it, you know she's a great dramatic actress, and this is and she, she's know, the type of person that usually she'll go after mm-hmm. like the part or the yeah. story like more so than like yeah. oh is this gonna like you know bring me fame or is yeah. this gonna be like yeah. bring me lots of money? She's not really someone. She plays about roles that. that she likes. She's and, about being interested in the role mm-hmm. and usually in the movie, right? Um, every... see versus like maybe. Like John Cusack, who will just be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just likes to act. Clearly, by the the, the he kind was of really stuff. good in this though. He actually, was good, even he though was, it, I mean, it, it was wasn't. A supporting I don't role, know if it was a huge stretch character-wise for him, but it was good. There was some I'll, interesting. I'll those commercials, those TV commercials yeah. that they just kept playing over and over and over. Yeah, oh, I got bored of seeing the exact same like, I, repeated. I, I I feel there was like a point to that that I may have missed. Like, and I think maybe the point was like. He is literally just like super one dimensional scumbag Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, you know, pretty, like pretty bad. And to the point where like he's bought, he start, he believes his own BS, you know, kind of character. Yeah, he's pretty and bad. And of course that, you know, uh, that I mean everyone's pretty bad. Right? Oh, for everyone's pretty. But bad. he's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, holy cow, uh, I you know, I can't think like if I like knew if i knew anybody like these people in real life we would would run (laughs) i would oh my goodness um yeah yeah. julian moore even uh bleached her hair for the part yeah 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 that's it's uh she's got the her she does have like something like sort of off with her voice in the film too like she has a slight well she plays like the kind of dumb like yeah 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 yeah. you know she she makes her her voice kind of like uh very vacuous vacuous a little like like Say babyish, yeah, but not, like not, that, not yeah. a deep person. No, it's like no. that that kind of people. Those kind of people who try to act like they're you know they're like still like teenagers when yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but uh, but uh, the only thing that really kind of really took me out of the movie like badly mm-hmm. was um, I was make a bit of a spoiler for the mm-hmm. ending here, uh, but um, uh, when. The, the when um, John Cusack's character when he comes to the, to the house and oh. the wife the wife oh, is like oh, look, on fire yeah, 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 yeah. and she's on fire and like that looked incredibly fake that like, was that really was, bad now it, I understand see, I thought for a second it was like some like, kind of hallucination that's what something. I thought and I was like oh where's this going and then I'm like but then they played it all the way out and then they just play it straight yeah, yeah. and and I was like okay I was like that looked really bad that really took me out of the movie yeah, yeah. now I understand like for an independent film like this doing like a full blown like fire stunt yeah, is yeah, probably yeah, yeah. not well, a realistic ex- expectation but there's gotta be a but they did like point, a they did like a CG, CG fire yeah, 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 that yeah. looked like yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. like just real bad CG like like bad like low budget TV CG yeah 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 and it, and it just really like took me out of it and I was like and then and then there's the fact that because there's no real follow up to that I was like, no, no, like the, the follow up scene is when Benji goes to get the ring from his right. from his dad, and, and he's and he seems to be like just totally like he's like, like comatose, or, yeah, he's like catatonic, or, or, yeah, which I mean, okay, is makes sense Fair given enough, yeah, like yeah. his family's completely I, I falling apart. I was actually confused for a second. I was like, is he did dead? I, did I miss this yeah. scene? Did I did I miss this scene where he committed suicide yeah. or something? Like I, I had to, the way he was lying. There, I had to look it up, uh, yeah, and okay. apparently, in like the description of the of the, the sum- summary of the, the story. Apparently, it was meant like he's like on catatonic. Con catatonic. Okay. So I'm assuming yeah, yeah. 
they don't explain it, and that's kind of kind of sucks. But then, I mean, in a movie like that, you don't expect them to explain There's everything. There's a lot of stuff. But I'm, assu- yeah. I'm assuming that because everything is like just yeah. crumbling so badly, everything's yeah. totally falling apart. Yeah. I'm assuming that uh, Christina, the wife, yeah. that she committed suicide by letting herself on fire. I assume. yeah, that's why I assume because she I'm just like lost sure. her mind, yeah. let herself on fire. He gets home, she's on fire. He freaks yeah, out. Yeah. Kicks her into the pool, but of course it's way too late. late. Yeah. So then he's all catatonic. Benji shows up, takes the, the ring, ring back, goes back with Agatha. Yeah. They get married, yeah. and then they yeah. take the pills. Yeah. So basically they'll die too. Yeah. So basically the whole family is completely wiped out yeah. and, and by just – Because of their, you know, their craziness yeah. and their you – know, Well, it was, it was interesting. They were the just they, like rotten they, from, they from the core out. They took about – the I mean that's what I got. Yeah, I mean that's but that's they pretty don't much really I feel spell like it out. Yeah, you know. Uh, they well they trade out like the clues about like some of the family dysfunction and where it comes from. Which, yeah. Like early on, you find out like oh about the issues with the sister and and uh, you you find a lot about through Benji early on because he yeah. talks about like oh how him and his sister would like they pretend to get married right. and all that and then you find out later that it ties like, into the fact their parents, the parents are, are actually brother and sister, brother and, sister. Yeah. and that is like one of those things like you clearly like. Well, John Cusack's character is, is like that doesn't seem to have affected him, but uh, Christina is like clearly it affects, like it affected him differently. differently yeah, because he's a, he, he's more of a hardened exterior, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. kind of internalized. But Christina more. is definitely like she's more, lot more vulnerable. Vulnerable, like yeah, yeah. yeah. which know? is and why I think she probably all so much concentration like, on, on lit herself on yeah, fire. Yeah, but oh, oh, I was gonna say that her because she feels so vulnerable. That's why she. Pour so much of herself yeah. into Benji, right? Because that's and then when it's clear that Benji's crazy, crazy as well, too, that totally too destroys yeah, her yeah. because they were just yeah. like they thought by getting rid of Agatha mm-hmm. and getting her far away and yeah. keeping her away from that Benji, that, was, yeah. that that could somehow like yeah. shield him yeah. from like like her craziness I mean, would catch. And, it, it may and then it seems, of course, could, that her that, that her arrival has Ag- set him off. And it seems also that Agatha's original kind of break, where mm-hmm. she kind of went nuts. Was because she was the one who found out that their parents were brother and sister, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, and that yeah. sort of set that off, yeah. you know. So basically, they're just a bunch of really messed up people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I liked the music a lot. Yes. The music was Howard good. Shore again. Howard Shore has uh, scored uh, every Cronenberg movie since 1979, except for one. Wow. What, did, what was the one he did? I don't remember. Oh. It's just he just wasn't available. I don't uh. think. Um. But yeah, they've been working together a long time. Mm-hmm. Of course, Howard Shore became very famous for the Lord of the Rings. The music. Lord of the Rings stuff, yeah. That was, you know, by far the most high-profile thing. I mean, he's done a lot of like other like Hollywood movies and stuff, but obviously, Lord of the Rings kind of brought him to a whole another level of like, you know, being known and and stuff. But uh, but he's he's done the Cronenberg's films since '79, yeah. like I said, um, and uh, you know, unlike where you see that sort of real epic kind of like highly orchestrated, highly intricate kind of um, Lord of the Rings kind of stuff. Uh, with Cronenberg's movies, he's always kind of felt like, you know, a little more free to sort of experiment and do kind of a lot of weird mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and this kind of has a little bit of, you know, it's, it's fairly standard music, but there's some, like, the sort of theme music that they kind of, like, the, the sort of credit music. Credit music, yeah. It's, yeah. A little, it's a little weird mm-hmm. in a cool way. I liked it. But I mean, going back to like stuff like Crash, like the music in Crash, Crash was really weird. Yeah. 
you know, on, on purpose. Like David Cronenberg's Crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, I'm talking. We're yeah. talking about Cronenberg, so I'm, yeah. I'm talking about his. Not the yeah. Not yeah. that bad movie that won the Oscar. <laughs> the good movie. Yeah. Never forget that movie. Beat out Saving Private Ryan in the Oscar. Damn it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, is actually uh, um, uh, Shakespeare in Love with you. Oh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare in Love with you. Crash was, I think, the next the year. Next year, right, right. Or maybe even the year after. Still. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Then. <laughs> well, it was, it was a shock to everyone at the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much my, yeah. my uh, take on I, it. I, I, it was, uh, I liked it. Wasn't blown away by it. Uh, it, no, it seems it, to it, have around a 60, 65, yeah. which I, I feel that's that's right where this movie sits. It's yeah. like a solid, like, C plus, B minus. It's interesting, but, yeah, I mean, it would never be a favorite. I, I like it more than Cosmopolis. Oh, definitely. Uh, but then I feel like... I feel like it had more I to feel offer. like I'm... I feel like it had more to offer. Yeah, yeah. Cosmopolis was just like, strange. Cos- like, Cosmopolis kind of just felt like a waste of time. Kind of, kind of. Because, like, because I didn't really feel like it brought anything to me. Like, would have been, Cosmo, like, a lot of the, what you see in Cosmopolis would have been a brilliant five-minute music video. Did not need to be a two-hour film, you know. Uh, and it was a novel. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe the book is better because could, you get more into, stuff like that. yeah, things yeah. are expressed in a different way. Could, could very well be. So, yeah. by all means, I'm yeah. not familiar with the book, so, yeah. you know, I can't but say. Rolling but, back to some of the more recent, like, Neither of those films are nearly as good as like Eastern Promises yeah. or History of Violence. Yeah, like, those are amazing. Those are yeah, those are absolutely amazing films. Yeah, this one's this one's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, you want to see a, a twist, I, you want to see a twisted movie about about damaged Hollywood people? Would, this yeah. is the go to. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend against it. But no, it's no, definitely no. not. I wouldn't recommend it highly. Um, Bombed terribly in the box office. Well, it's an independent film. Is, I mean, yeah. you take your chances. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do remember seeing ads for it. And, like, I, at the time, also, I mean, like, how much did it really make? Because, I mean, it probably didn't really need to make that much. Uh, well, it was 13 budget, made four. Not great. Yeah. Like, worldwide? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, not, not, not great. But, again, like you said, independent film. Yeah. So, who knows and, what the, who knows what the release was? Could have had a very small, like, yeah. release. Anything that could be taken as, like, being critical of Hollywood. You're always yeah, gonna yeah. take your chance. I mean, unless it's something real, like, like playful, like uh, Civil Seas or something. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- Hollywood doesn't mind if you poke fun at it in a comedic way. Yeah. It's if if you're if you're very critical of it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. I, I I'm still waiting for like the big comeback for Cronenberg. Like I'm, yeah. I'm still waiting for like that one that's just gonna be. You need like the. Uh, I have to admit, I've not seen uh, the other recent one that I haven't seen is um, a Dangerous Method, the one about um, Freud and. Uh, yeah, that was. And. Um, uh, Two thousand eleven. The no, one about I, Jung and Freud. Yeah, yeah, so I have so not was, seen that. that yeah, Keira Knightley and. Um, yeah, that's 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 right. That's got the Fassbender. Fassbender and, and, and uh, Vigo Mortensen. And Vigo, that's quite the cast. Yeah. yeah. Well, Vigo was originally supposed to star in this as well. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah. But it took, you know, it took too long for them to get. It was supposed to originally I, be. I guess uh, he would have played Cusack's yeah, character? Yeah, it was supposed to be. He was playing that yeah. role. And then um, Vanna was going to be played by um, Rachel Weiss. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but the time that passed before they were able to actually get you know, this movie made, they, they weren't mm. able to stay on. 
on this uh, this, this yeah. this piece of acting. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore was was very good. I, I mean, was very good. This yes, because yeah. uh, I mean, it's and, totally different. And kind of I mean, I think like kind of by far, part. like she did. She was not maybe the main character, but like she did the most acting in this. Yeah. Uh, Agatha was sort yeah. of more the main character, but didn't it didn't have the same impact as as yeah as uh, as have uh, have uh, Julian Moore's character. Yeah. Um, Mia Vazakova played. Mia Vazakova played uh, Agatha. Agatha. Yeah. From. Um, I saw her in something else. Yeah, she's in the the new the newer um, the the Tim Burton uh, Alice in Alice Wonderland in Wonderland and a lot, a lot of. Which other reminded me that I hadn't seen a uh, lot of the recent. She's on the. Uh, I haven't seen the sequel recently. to that. I don't know. She's in that. Um, uh, just a lot of stuff that she's yeah, done. Yeah, I feel like I saw her in something very recent. She's done a lot of movies recently. Pardon? Oh, right. Yeah, she was in. Um, oh, Only Lovers Left Alive. Only Lovers Left Alive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She has a small part in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Crimson Peak. That was the other one she's oh, in. That's yeah, the, I have that's not seen was, that yet. I've, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. not seen Crimson Peak. That's from that's, 2015. That's, that's the, uh, yeah. the Del Toro. Yeah. Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, I still have not seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that she'd done a lot of movies lately. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. She was fun. She was good. I'm still yeah. waiting for like the big Cronenberg comeback. Yeah, yeah. When, I know. I, when, I, mean, I need. My, I need another Existence or well, another. I, I heard. Like, I heard. I need that, some body horror. I need some weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. I wonder if he's just maybe kind of done kind with, done that? with that. Sort of like with the cyberpunks, how yeah, they kind of went on to other done, things yeah. and they never really yeah. went back. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, I uh, who knows though. I mean, Lynch is going back to Twin Peaks. Who would have ever thought that yeah, was going to happen? That's true. That's true. Who would ever thought that would happen? Yeah. Um, but apparently, the writer, like the the, the long promised, uh, no pun intended, uh, sequel to Eastern Promises, mm-hmm. may actually be happening oh, really? because apparently the writer has said that like that that he's done like with the script and everything, and that like it's been that it's being put forward for like development like and it's 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 going to be happening apparently mm. but there's been no uh word on if cronenberg will come back to come back to do it to direct it i can't imagine he wouldn't i mean if he doesn't have anything else on the go um because his next project hasn't been announced or anything i i looked it up and this this movie was the last thing he's listed for and there's nothing there's no upcoming stuff listed so yeah. i hope that because i mean that was always the one that I really felt like, yeah, that could definitely use a sequel, and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot well, to be done with they, it. It's definitely one of those. And like, they're hitting like the like, you know, yeah. It's been quite a while, so you know, it's going to be almost a decade. I mean, I don't know what you. Gosh, awful. Uh, I don't know what you call that. Like, you don't just call it Eastern Provinces Two. Like, no, you know, it no, it'll have its own title. Thing, you I'm know, sure. but like, and I guess it's the kind of thing where. It's well. The thing is, is it's been long enough that I feel like it won't. Like, even, like, and it's the fact like it's that it's a sequel like, to Eastern Promises. Yeah, Promises it won't even really matter. Yeah, 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 It'll yeah, be yeah. more just kind of like, oh, it's those characters, you know. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I feel like maybe that's a potential thing. Like if that, mm-hmm. if they can actually get that going. Yeah. Like if they can finally get that going, and and um, if Cronenberg signs on to that, maybe that could be his big comeback. But I don't know. Yeah. But I, I really feel like I'm still kind of waiting. You know, I'm still waiting for the return. Of, like I said, I haven't seen Dangerous Method, but it didn't get the greatest reviews, so 
I'm not expecting any miracles from that. I will watch it at some point just to see for myself. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just feel like there are since Eastern Chronicles, there haven't really been anything really great. Yeah. Um, so I'm still kind of waiting for that comeback. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll oh, see. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll do something. In yeah. Pro- you'll, it'll, it'll come out of nowhere. It'll be a oh, surprise. Yeah, and it'll just be brilliant. Yeah. And we'll be like, ah, there we go. Yeah. You yeah. Know. It's hard. It's hard to do stuff the way that, and it's hard to it, work the way he does. And you also, know? in a way, it's S- like staying outside. He has a large body of work. Yeah, and large portions of it are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, if we even if he retired and we never got another Cronenberg film, it's still so much great stuff to oh, watch. Yeah. Like you know, like it, large chunks of it I still haven't seen. Like I've probably only seen maybe, maybe fifty percent of his movies. We should do um, how well do you know Scanners? We should do. I saw Scanners when I was like really young. We should do, so we should do Scanners on an episode. Uh, scanners, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, like it's been ages since Video I saw drone. Scanners. Uh, ages since I saw Videodrome. I've never seen Naked Lunch. Uh, that's just one of those ones where I'm like, I should really see that, and I just never have. Naked Lunch is uh, okay. I've seen most of his stuff from like most of his like '90s and '00s. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's you know where I got. Crash, crash, and it's all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, Spider, 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 yeah, Steve yeah. Spider, um, and you know, and Macaulay Culkin, yeah, yeah, Eastern Chronicles, and yeah, all that pretty much catches us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he's actually, not, I don't think I knew for some reason. He's not I'm, super, super. I'm prolific, fairly sure I didn't know until well after I saw a History of Violence that it was a Cronenberg movie. Yeah. Somehow I just missed it. I just missed that his name was in the credits. History of Violence was the last uh, like actual like like real film like professional film um released on vhs really yeah huh it's like a it's like a spe- that's special, that. it's, it's, a special it's like how and... uh what was it what's like the first like um was it the matrix that was like the dvd the first big dvd no no because there's was dvds it? were coming out since like 97 oh uh, there's some movie where it's like it was like a, such a big deal that it was yeah. coming to dvd that like it was e- like what e- T? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it, it, no, I'm just joking. No, the yeah, whole, yeah. the whole legendary thing, legendary about, thing about E.T. being held back from video from release for so many years. So many years, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, why? Uh, uh, that like it was like released in such a way that like to sell like DVD players and stuff. And I, I thought it was the Matrix, but it, it must have been something earlier than that. I don't think it would have been the Matrix. Cause yeah, cause, I mean, that would have been that would have well, been the Matrix was like what ninety nine. But yeah, that's interesting. Oh yeah, Mark Tabu. That's actually surprising that there are still releases on VHS now. <laughs> I know. But um, it takes a while, you know, yeah. for the next thing to really take. Well, over. you get you also get into that. I mean, obviously not for movies like I that. I mean, they're still into, they're still releasing DVDs. Yeah, exactly. Well, and this stuff gets on. Well, like like not most a lot of for most people it's like a Blu-ray player, not not ubiquitous. You know. Uh, well, the thing is, is DVD players didn't break. It's not like VHS players. People bought DVD players because by the time DVD players became big, everybody's VHS player was almost dead and nobody wanted to deal with them anymore. DVD player... You know what? The DVD player doesn't eat the tape out of your DVD, you know? Like, then you didn't have the technical problems. And I... Which is, I think, you know... I mean, the fact that Blu-rays are now so cheap, it will probably very rapidly, you know... But, of course, now we're we're in the... We're also in the digital medium, too, so things are getting even weirder. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, the music still gets released on 
LP too. But uh, that's deli- that's a very deliberate. Maybe it was just the cycle was too fast. That, maybe that maybe they went from DVD to Blu-ray too quickly. Yeah, because it was only like ten years. Yeah. So maybe like because I mean video like video cassettes were for so long before Whoa, like twenty yeah. years yeah. before DVDs came out. So well, kind of uh, like cassette tape to CD to digital, you know, like, throughout the first half of the CD era, stuff was still coming out on tape, and then through the second half of the CD era, everything was moving to digital, and so it just, you know, I mean, CDs were around, I mean, still, of course, you know, well, CDs were, music, CD is still the standard music format, you know, like, hard copy music format, it was never replaced by another hard copy, which is what it's sort of like, CDs sort of became big, mainly in the 90s, yeah. So we sort of saw the time where like and well, well, we were where they got really late, big, late, yeah. and then High school like us. at the end of the '90s is where like MP3 players yeah. started coming out and stuff like that, which started to erode that. Mm-hmm. So it was like even though um, even though CDs had been out since like the early '80s, 80s yeah, they weren't really big until no. the '90s. So it was like we were kind of the mm-hmm. like our youth was kind of the only generation that really kind of grew up with like cds being a big thing (laughs) disc men yeah you know know, because it was actually kind of like a short time you know i mean it was it was longer in the sense of like if you you know if you had money and you had like uh, you know cd players like in the 80s sure but like most people didn't yeah you know yeah all right yeah so uh yeah maps of stars pretty good uh, you know, if you like Cloverfield films, uh, I, you know, give it a watch. Yeah, or just like twisted, you know. Yeah, or yeah, or de- dark satire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you're into it, that. it definitely definitely is a a, a, real, a good example of that kind of yeah twisted dark satire. Some, that's, some, that's some, the genre <laughs> twisted dark satire. Some like good but weird acting. Yeah. you know stuff like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see Julian Moore act against type, there yeah. you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Until then, cheers. And bye bye.